The following program does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff or management of WFMD. Welcome to the Faith Debate. Thank you for spending part of your Sunday morning with us here at News Radio 930 WFMD. Also on the FM at 99.9 HD2 and on the internet at WFMD.com where you can live stream or you can listen to this show later via podcast. You can connect to that podcast later or the live stream video that we're recording right now. You can check that out later or you can, uh, you know, check out other blogs and video content and trusted resources and all that sort of stuff at my church's website. That is householdoffaithinchrist.com, householdoffaithinchrist.com. I'm Troy Skinner and uh, joined by three other pastors, Imran Razvi, Daniel Razvi, and David Forsey. Um, all of us are involved with th- uh, three different house churches that uh, meet together in Frederick County. And uh, if you'd like to know a little bit more about them, you can find out some information about them through uh, the Household of Faith in Christ website as well, because it's got their pictures and it's got a link to one of the ministries that uh, the Razvies do, uh, Conquered by Love. Uh, they have their own website there. I'll give it a plug, conqueredbylove.org. Um, so you can check that out. So we, I promise you we didn't all do a toke right before the show. So uh, any any missteps or misstatements we make is purely our own ignorance. It's not because we're under the influence of any th- sort of illicit uh, drugs. But that is the topic today. Drugs. Should they be illegal? No. Should they be regulated by the government in any way? No. What does the Bible say? Why do you say no? Do you guys are you guys echoing his no? By the way, that was that was Daniel. By the way, he's apparently the druggie in the room. <laughs> He's the lawyer. <laughs> you, Daniel, That's right. You, he is a you, you should uh, you should define what what drugs are you talking about? All, any, and all. I think that there there is. So I'll give the political answer and then the, then the biblical basis for it. But no, there is no in, in constitutionally for sure in America. There is absolutely no reason that any drugs or substances should be regulated of any kind. Medicines, drugs, uh, does not matter. That is not to negate the fact that what one does while under the influence should still be a crime, or if you're giving a substance to someone with an, and you knew or you shouldn't, should have known that it would cause XYZ problem, then sure, that's a, that's a crime, and murderers should be killed, and, and, and just like anything else. So I'm, I'm in, in favor of very harsh punishments for murder and, and, and things like that. So to take a step back, though... That's a yes, very, politically none, speaking, that's a very libertarian kind of view, right? As opposed to Republican versus Democrat. That's sure. A, that's more the libertarian sure. view. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's not the government's job to right. to say what but I you're can gonna, I can't do. But you were going to transition from the political to talking about what the Correct. biblical thinking is. So what would that be? So biblically... The, the Bible commands us to act in a certain way, and so I think that it would be uh, a sin, po- quite possibly, for a Christian to be doing drugs, depending on what the drug is and, and so on. I mean, if it's a medicine, that's one thing, maybe. But if you're recreational drugs we're talking about, right, to doing cocaine, not as an ear, eye, and throat doctor might give somebody cocaine to open up their nose passways, which they do or did at some point in the past in various uh, various places. But as, as recreationally, right, cocaine, marijuana, whatever, any different um, drugs. The Bible, I guess the best 
comparison to that in the Bible, because the Bible doesn't really speak to cocaine or heroin. It talks about wine is probably the closest thing, and it says, and a strong drink, and it does talk about how it's a bad idea to be drunk. And Christians listening to this are probably going to have a wide variety of opinions. Many Christians actually believe it's a sin to drink any alcohol at all, um, and they would say when they when it, when you have Jesus drinking wine or you have godly people drinking wine, they just it just means grape juice. So I don't hold that opinion. Um, but regardless, I think and most Christians would agree that it, it's wrong to be drunk, uh, certainly as a matter of course, or be a drunkard. And I think the same would apply then to any any sort of drug that is going to ham, uh, impair your judgment, just like alcohol does, and in many cases to a greater extent, right? You could have hallucinogenics, which actually open your mind up to some uh, very occultish uh, spiritual things, satanic uh, rituals and, and things like that, which I think are very, very ungodly. So, but something can be, and it's, it's certainly if it's involved in witchcraft, and that will be something the government has a position to ban or to stop. If it's just like alcohol, and some would argue that marijuana or tobacco is, is sort of like alcohol. It's addictive. It maybe makes you feel a different way, but it's, it, it's not going to make you hallucinate, right? And been, I don't know. I've ever done – I'm probably one of the very few people who went to, who went to college and didn't do drugs. But, um, <laughs> but that's, that's my opinion biblically is certainly don't be drunk and you know, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. You want to treat it. Right and treated. Treat so, it David, are you, uh, you, you are you agreeing or disagreeing with this uh, stoner advocate over here? I just. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think Daniel makes some good points. Um, yeah, it's uh, so so. I, I I'd agree that like the the context that we have, all we have biblically, really is, um, you know, is alcohol. That's really the only example that that we have in Scripture of uh, of a a substance of some kind that um, you know can be uh, can be useful and can be harmful. Yeah, directly. Uh, I, think I we mean, see there that is in, in the Greek. There's you know, pharmakon and pharmakia, which uh, which is the root for where we get our whole idea of pharmacy and drugs and things. Mm-hmm. So the which which has very sorcery connotations, a very and very witch, a lot of witchcraft. Yeah, connotations but I think too. If, I'm going off my memory here, which is always as I get older, I'm not sure I trust it as much. But I think that the context there, when it speaks against, is basically speaking against the sorcery witchcraft use of it is not necessarily saying don't use this stuff but in that culture it was used in black magic kind of stuff and so that's where the sure so i i, I i'm just throwing it because we got the little nitpicker theologians who are gonna want to give you a hard time david i'm just sparing you an email but i would agree that as far as our usage and uh, abuses of of different things i think that alcohol probably more specifically Wine, although strong drink, and some people want to translate that as beer, uh, feels like a stretch to try to make that connection. But at, at least alcoholic beverages of some sort are what's at play. So anyway, I just saved. You can save your email. We know the issues, okay? <laughs> We've all read the Bible, at least three quarters of it, all the way through at some point in our life, all right? So leave us alone. So, <laughs> anyway, so Dave, I'm sorry. I cut you off. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. Um yeah, I think I think when it, so so I think we have instructions about you know biblically how 
how we ought to handle ourselves. Um, and then when it comes to how to deal with, you know, the actions of others, um, I think Daniel, Daniel makes a good point there to say, right, like there is, if someone is choosing to do something that, uh, where they are no longer in control of what they do and then they do things that harm others, they should, you know, and, and it's true, you know, if we are, if we're consistent about that, um, you know, in, in, and that we, we punish crimes fittingly and reasonably, um, you know, that, that that would give people a lot more pause, uh, hopefully, before um, partaking of things that will, uh, you know, make them no longer in control of, uh, of their actions. Um, yeah, I think politically it's, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a, a more difficult um, thing. I, I, I guess I'm thinking, you know, there are, uh, you know, maybe there are populations that are more, more susceptible to, or, or, you know, where you have, where you have drug dealers or, you know, cartels, whatever, where people are, you know, seeking to make a profit, um, via the addiction of others. Like the FDA, for example? Uh, yes, like the FDA, for example. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big, big, big pharma. Big, big right. drug cartels. Uh, Pfizer, Moderna. Yeah, I, I, I do think you know that uh, you know the motivation of um, you know uh, of business solely money solely by itself. Probably gonna get a will, social media strike for those. Well, uh, will well, I mean, greed, greed will lead people to to do harm to others without you know without regard for yeah. the well being. Of others, so yeah, I, to me, this topic. If you're a good Christian, if you care about people, you won't, don't want drugs around, right? That's what it's all about, and that's where people people will come back and say, "Hey, aren't you a Christian? Don't you love people? Why would you want them taking drugs and ruining their lives?" But that's not what this is about. I mean, God gave us free will. Okay, He wants us to choose Him, but everything is here, and every herb plant is for us, right? So where do you where do you draw the line and what what happens? You just struck a nerve with the free will wants us to choose him. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, the whole, that, yeah. We'll, well, we'll get to that at some point. Yes, we'll get to that. Yeah, <clears throat> I think in this context, I think we're all on the same page. There could be a, a, a semantics argument to be had that would lead into a theological debate, but we're not doing that one. Today. Otherwise, we would not have, not have any sin, right? If there was no free will then we would be robots and God would have created us and then we wouldn't have any, any free will at all. But, and, and yes, do I want my children doing drugs? No, I don't. But do I think it's the government's job to regulate them? Absolutely not. I think that when you regulate and when you criminalize something, it creates violence and it creates more criminals. Um, just recently, our great governor didn't, didn't uh, sign it, but let the, the bill pass that, you know, a ghost gun is now your felon if you have created a gun and haven't done, have it registered and, and serialized. Well, it's creating a criminal of people that were not criminals. Instead of that, why not enforce the laws of somebody that actually uses something to hurt somebody, make sure they come down hard on that, and not make new laws to make people that are, that are law-abiding citizens. And you know what, Troy? If you want to sit at home and smoke a joint or do cocaine and that's what makes you happy and, you know, I would certainly like to talk to you about what, why you should find happiness. Notice in, how he used me as the example there. I'm not sure if I should take that personally. <laughs> as in, you know, you find <laughs> happiness and joy in Christ. 
and how that could be much more fulfilling and, and a longer lasting joy than the short term of, of a high. You know, that's my job to help you do that. But you should definitely be held responsible for any actions you do while you're under the influence. So that's where the difference is. I don't think that the, the, the government should create more rules to make more criminals. They should enforce the ones that actually hurt somebody. And, Daniel, you were really fired up, so go ahead. Yeah, it, it's just there are, there are things in the Bible that, that, you know, going back to the biblical side of it, there are things it says the government's job is to do that, especially with crime and, and, and things, is to punish. But even when it says you shouldn't be getting drunk, there's no prohibitions against buying wine, drinking wine, selling wine, all that, right? So it's not the... There are a few things that you're not supposed to have possession of. One would be idols. We talked about that last week. Uh, but very, uh, all the other things in the crimes are based on actions and thoughts. What do you do with various things, right? So that, you know, we mentioned the gun thing. It's not having the gun. It's what you do with the gun, right? You could be, you could kill somebody that, in self-defense. You could kill uh, somebody as a murderer, and that those are two very different things. Same thing with wine. You can have the wine. You can drink it for Passover. You can or you drink. can waterboard somebody with it. <laughs> yeah, you don't even need any wine for that, right? You can so, use anything. You right? can use anything. And yeah. if somebody wants to damage their body, they can damage their body without a drug. There's plenty of other ways to do that, right? So, I mean, I joked after that horrible uh, thing at the parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin. And if you remember, it's all we've all forgotten what on the heels of the Rittenhouse uh, mm-hmm. thing, like a month later. I don't know if it's directly connected or, or tangentially related, but the time frame fits. And I was joking at the time, like, you know, we need more SUV control laws. I mean, because you can, you can turn anything you want. You can, like, to your point, you can use uh, water as a weapon. Right. And the so. public policy thing for, with drugs is I, I really do think that prohibiting things make more violence. That, that's what happened with uh, prohibition of alcohol in the 1920s is, is it created more violence. People didn't drink less. They drank the same, but now they were there was a lot more violence associated with it. So I don't think um, legalizing drugs is going to make things worse necessarily. I think it could make things better as far as less violent. We should still advocate for people not doing them. So is there a place for, uh, you know, if, if, if someone is knowingly uh, giving something to someone, uh, they know it will do them harm, or they know that that person is going to use it in a way that harms themselves or others. You know, is is there a place for uh, legal, lawful well, sure. intervention there? If, if I if I give you um, the keys to my car, and I know that I cut the brake line before I do that, and then you die, I murdered you, right? Right. So that's the same thing. I would say it's the same thing. What's the brake line on a big bag of cocaine? Like, well, how do you cut the brake line on a bag of cocaine? Well, if if, if it right. can be, well, it, 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 so so that that has to be litigated. We have to figure it out, right? But I think there certainly is a way that you you should be able to um, show in, in court of what the intent was with that. It's, it, did you know that this was going to be a problem and that it, it's very likely to cause X, Y, and Z to happen, and there's a risk. Now, if X, Y, and Z doesn't happen, then how can you be liable, you know? <laughs> but Yeah, and right now, we have the probably the worst in history 
uh, slavery. There's slavery. There is more slave, mm. slavery use in this in this world now than ever time in, in history, and people don't even realize it. And most of the slavery is done through drug use and being getting people, getting especially young people addicted to drugs and being and forcing them to do things. So those are crimes. The drugs don't really have anything to do with it. It's the people that are doing that are criminals, and they should be punished as those. They're they're hurting, harmfully hurting somebody else. And if I want to go someplace and and buy a bag of cocaine and hurt myself, and the person selling cocaine, I don't, I'm not, I can't hold him liable. Just like I can't hold the gun manufacturer liable for if I want to get a gun, a gun and I misplace the gun and somebody uses the gun to to shoot somebody, it's not the gun manufacturer's responsibility. Uh, so. The crime itself should be punished, and, and you can't make the manufacture or distribution of something a crime. Unless, un, unless that can, that's the only purpose or the main purpose of that manufacture, right? If I'm, if I, if... Like, if for the, example, poison gas. Right, so if I'm making, yeah, and there's no purpose to it other than to cause... I mean, like harm. a mustard gas kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, if you can make a legitimate self-defense reason to have mustard gas, I mean, I, we we talked about this before, you know. I, I, right, it does raise that question, right? Can, can can the should Americans be allowed to own bazookas? And most people just on instinct, well, no, who needs a bazooka? But others would say, well, have you seen well, the size of our of our government's uh, military? Yeah, we need bazookas. How are we going to defend ourselves against that if they'd want to force their will on us? And so, the people in Ukraine are wishing they had that before. Or in that I forget the name of the city, but in China. It's mm-hmm. a city of like 12 million people, and yeah. people are actually wailing because right. they're 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 in lockdown. They can't leave their their apartments, they're and they're starving, starving to death. I bet you they wish they had a bazooka. <laughs> yeah, there, I mean, there really shouldn't be any limit as far as uh, you know constitutionally. Again, we're talking about American Constitution of what what it really should be there. Right, the Second Amendment is for any and all weapons. It has nothing to do with specific kinds. But going back to the Bible, right? I think part of the issue is in our society. We have really softened response to crime and criminal activity and unlawful or sinful activity. And what I mean by that is, is we don't actually punish for crime, which causes people to not view crime as such a big deal, and then they do it more. And so, yes, I would legalize all drugs, but I would actually punish for what the Bible tells us to punish. The Bible says if you murder somebody, the punishment is death. Not 20 years not, later. Yeah, not, and not 20 years to wait to die, and certainly not 20 or 30 or 40 years instead of yeah, dying. This might fit. If you mu- rape, rape somebody, you die. If you murder somebody, you die. And there's, there's several th- things that you die for. If you steal something, you don't sit in jail and make the person you stole from pay f- taxes to feed you for the next 10 years. Right. And that's you actually pay them be, back. That's you become be their week's slave. topic, by the way. So let's Until not then. get too okay, far so we can get to that. down that tangent. But right. So this, <clears throat> I can't remember the verse, but there is instruction in the uh, Old Testament law that if somebody, uh, you didn't properly uh, fence in your roof, and somebody falls off their roof and hurts themselves, that there's a constant, there's a penalty for that. Right. Negligence. But there's, but there's no penalty for not having a fence on your roof. There's only a penalty if you didn't take the necessary precautions and somebody was injured as a result. Exactly. So I think that connects with what you're trying to say with the drug thing. Maybe we should be careful about how these drugs are dispensed, but if you're not careful and everything's fine, okay, well, you didn't really do what you should have done, but there's no punishment because everything worked out fine. No harm, no foul. To use a basketball lingo. But if somebody ODs on a drug you sold them, 
then you might face some consequence, possibly, right? If they do an investigation, they determine you should have known better, you shouldn't have sold it, and you could be held liable. Is that the gist of your argument? Right. Yeah. I mean, some things are just so dangerous that it, without a lot of care, they shouldn't be. That's the whole reason why you have warning labels on things. And I think sometimes we take them to the too extreme. Um, but Oh, yeah, yeah. The warning labels are those are ridiculous. Right. right. They're so ridiculous. Nobody even pays attention to the real ones anymore. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and you got a list of 25 warnings. Only one of them is really legitimate. But but you ignore even that one because the other 24 are so foolish. Like, this is just right. a re- ridiculous. There's a list. there's a legitimate reason for somebody to own uh, uh, TNT or dynamite. Maybe they're in the demolition business and they want to you know destroy old buildings to try to uh, be able to tear them down and build new ones. But if you walk into say someplace and say and somebody asks hey i i need something to be able to you know remove a stump and then you hand them a stick of dynamite and say yeah this should be this should do the trick and you don't explain to them that you know you got to stay back 10 15 100 yards 200 yards when you light it off and you don't say anything about that well yeah but what was it your fault that they blew themselves up with that dynamite yeah probably it was your fault Okay. Right. So I that doesn't like mean you should have a law against selling the dynamite, but the, the, that's the thing. is That's the re- reason we have warning labels on things. I feel like I, I understand pretty well your argument, so hopefully somebody listening understands where you're coming from. And, and uh, Imran, you're echoing much of it. But based on body language and things already said, I feel like David might have some questions or potential pushback or need for clarification. Uh, so I don't uh, to do that. No, I, I don't think so. Um, I misread you. Maybe I'm. I, so, so I, I I think what what I hear Daniel saying is if we um, punished the clear the things that are clearly criminal the way that we ought to that 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 we wouldn't have to that that would do away with the need for all of these other rules and regulations to try and prevent people from hurting themselves or hurting each other or or things like that um and so i think i think that's a good point i think uh, daniel i think you're saying like we're not getting at the root of the problem exactly um yeah i mean what is the punishment for attempted suicide death (laughs) (laughs) It, it is some places i think actually (laughs) <laughs> or has been, or has been at certain points in history. So the best way to successfully kill yourself is to try to kill yourself right, if you get caught. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, and it would have other implications potentially too, because this is because this argument's been around forever in my lifetime anyway. Uh, and things like border crossings, I, <clears throat> right at the southern border, a lot of that problem might go away if you get rid of that whole illegal drug culture. Right, or the right. freebies. If you stop giving free things away to people that haven't earned it, then they won't come here for free things. When my family came over here from Pakistan, they didn't come for free things. My father was out of work for six months looking for work and doing a darn good job looking for work and having a tough time because he was brown. But he did find it, and he, he loved America for it. And that, I mean, I think we're out of time for really getting into, the, into that. But the biggest thing in, in the drug problem is really the, the breakdown of the family. If this country did not have that huge breakdown of the family, the drugs would not be as much of a problem. And if we're going to legalize drugs, uh, what I heard you just say right now is they shouldn't be free. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Hey, all the COVID drugs are free. Why? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Anyway, you you were right. I don't think you can see the clock that I can see, but uh, we are running out of time. Uh, I do want to say a lot of times people are abusing uh, 
drugs, the legal or illegal, because there's some legal drugs that people are abusing too that uh, having all sorts of problems. It's because you're chasing after something. You want to have some sort of a relief or some sort of um, you know feeling good about life or being distracted from your problems or stuff. You can truly accomplish that. In fact, it has been accomplished for you by Jesus Christ. And those that are following him are indwelt by his spirit and have those things you're chasing after. And it gets only better from there when Christ returns and you and you live without any of those wants. No more crying, no more tears, no more pain, no more sadness, no more nothing in glorification. Things are returned back to the way they were intended at the beginning of creation. Of course, we have screwed that up with our sin. And so we do have to have regulations and discussions about this to figure out how to navigate it. But it's all solved at the cross of Christ. If you'd like to know more about that, go to my website, householdoffaithinchrist.com, and we can connect from there. Thank you, uh, Imran, Daniel, David. I'm Troy. This is the Faith Debate on 930 WFMD. Till next week, God bless.